Welcome to Design Your Life with Sandy. I am your host, Sandy Yang. I am a human design expert, brain rewiring certified coach, and a high 7D energy healer. On this podcast, we talk about all things personal growth, brain rewiring, human design, energetics, mindset, and so much more. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at Sandy L. Yang. I hope you feel empowered by what we talked about today. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the podcast. Hello, hello. Happy Valentine's Day. All right, so it's Valentine's Day here. Um, this episode is coming out on Valentine's Day, US time. So it's a day about love. I don't actually know how this holiday, well, it's not really a holiday because you don't have the day off, but I don't know how Valentine's Day became a thing to begin with, but it's a day about love. Um, whatever your relationship status is, showing yourself love is something everyone needs to prioritize doing, in my humble opinion. Self-love is a phase that kind of sucks. Like, it's so overused and fluffy, but it's actually, like, super important. Um, and I want to just, like, talk about my take on self-love or cultivating self-love in this episode. I mean, this whole concept can be so confusing. Because so many people talk about it. And if you're just starting this self-love journey, God, that sound is so cringe. But um, yeah, if you're just getting started, it's like, where do I even start? I share this reel on Instagram or I will be sharing it to promote this episode. It's like, okay, my therapist told me to love myself. And if you love someone or something, you should let it go. So I let myself go and gain 20 pounds. Instructions unclear. Yeah, um... Self-love looks different for everyone throughout different stages of life, throughout different seasons. Alright, so this episode is going to be short and sweet, but um, yeah, so let's roll. First of all, I believe we cultivate self-love from action taken from a place of self-respect. And look, unconditional self-love feels, to me, feels unrealistic if you are, again, dipping your toes in. If you've been doing this for years and you're a master, maybe unconditional self-love is something you constantly practice or that's your natural state. But when I was first trying to quote-unquote love myself more, I was really confused. Like, where do I even start? And also like, what if you just don't? Like, that's like a thing. Um... This is probably 2019. <laughs> I feel like I always talk about how 2019 was the toughest year of my life. But I was like, okay, love yourself. That's a cool idea. But like, I just don't. Because I literally felt like there was nothing to like. Not everyone can love themselves. And I don't think it's possible to love yourself all the time, like every minute of your life. But we can always practice self-respect. That's a choice you can make. You can start doing it the next minute or the next hour. How can I respect myself more? Um, the more you respect yourself too, I feel like self-love just inevitably develops. All right, so how do we do this? 
how do we cultivate more self-love? Again, um, this episode is gonna probably be like 15 minutes. So short and sweet, let's go. Um, if you're going to bet on anything, please bet on yourself. Be your own biggest advocate. Like, yes, our friends can advocate for us, our mentors can, but like, you know, relationships come and go and like, Again, you are stuck with yourself, so you might as well make that relationship a good, healthy, supportive one. You are your most important project. You are your own biggest investment. So you're the only one you can count on. Bet on yourself. It's up to you to take yourself from where you are to where you want to go. And of course, we can seek out support and have people help us along the way. But you're the one who is calling the shots. You are steering the ship. Being your biggest advocate is really taking radical responsibility for yourself. This also means you are really managing your energy. This is putting energy and time on the things you want to energize. This can be a passion project. This can be a side hustle. This can be just your dreams and goals, right? I definitely love myself more when I actively pursue my goals or do something for my business, which is my passion, uh, instead of putting them on the back burner. Every time I go work on my own things, I feel like I'm pouring into myself. Um, So fill your own cup and that's one of the ways you fill your own cup. You put time and effort into what is important to you. A very important thing I cannot stress enough about um, that will help cultivate self-love, that is like a way to practice self-respect, is frequently check in with yourself. Ask yourself, what do you need? What will make today great? What will make this week great? What can you do to make yourself proud of you? It's really important to note that what feels healing or expansive today may be something different a month from now. Um, So what will feel like medicine evolves over time. You will only know when you do this check-in with yourself. Sometimes we can be like, oh, that's good for me. So we just keep doing that thing. For example, there's a time in my life when I was super rigid in my habits. I would always wake up at 5.30 even on the weekends to go work out first thing in the morning. I refused to drink a drop of alcohol or eat anything with processed carbohydrates or, you know, like bad oils. I would never touch gluten. Um, I refused to go out to dinner with my partner back in the day or with friends um, at the time if it was past 6 p.m. because, you know, I didn't want to eat late. Eating late was like bad for your, I don't know, insulin resistance or whatever. So I was almost like just so rigid that I was having no fun. I wasn't enjoying life, but I thought I was doing something good for me. Um, And thinking about it now, I could definitely um, use some flexibility to enjoy life even just a little bit more. And that would actually be a healthier lifestyle than being so rigid. Because while health is really holistic, your relationships, your mental health um, play really big parts in your overall well-being. So again, empowered action will look different from time to time. Like, I think I've shared this multiple times, but there was a time when getting on a dating app and meeting up with a stranger was very empowering. I was like, wow, look at you. 
But then over time, I kind of was just going through the motions. I didn't want to meet up with those people that much. It became like a time suck and very draining. Therefore, removing the app and really taking an extensive break from it was medicine for me. It was supportive for my well-being. So check in with what you need instead of going through the motions. Get into the habit of asking yourself, what do I need? When it comes to implementing this, because let's be honest, people forget, we get busy. Um, When it comes to implementing this, um, it's really helpful to set alarms that go off. At certain times of the day, I will say 3pm is a really good time to check in because that's like the time when we feel like we need a break. Um, So have an alarm that goes off and gives you a little message that says, hey, what do you need? What will make the rest of the day great? What do you need to feel supported? You know, that kind of thing. Make it your own. Another thing that really helps cultivate self-love is to start treating yourself the way you treat your friends. Some people tell me I am this way because I am a Enneagram type 8 and a Leo. I don't know. I don't know. Um, But if I consider you my friend, if I like you, I have so much love for you. I advocate for you. I see your potential. I care deeply about you. I want you to be happy. I want it, I want you to be well. And I want you to love yourself. I want, to, I want you to see your own potential. Anyways, so I'm gonna assume you are the same way. You're so kind and loving to those you care about. Um, so... Let's fucking apply the same level of kindness and love to ourselves. Like, if it's easy for you to do that for others, you can do that for yourself. Alright, moving on. Another key point to cultivate more self-love is to lovingly call yourself out. So... I think it's really common that sometimes we're just a little disappointed in ourselves. We beat ourselves up a little bit when we think we could have done a better job. We are not fully living up to our potential or sticking to our standards. Like, we fucked up, right? And we actually want to do better. But sometimes, because we know we could have done better, that turns into guilt and shame. Like, we didn't do our best. So, instead of, you know be a source of guilting and shaming ourselves, let's lovingly call ourselves out and practice radical loving honesty. Honesty is love. Um, So this is not shaming yourself. This is a part of being your biggest advocate because if you're your biggest advocate, sometimes we need a bit of tough love. And when it comes to tough love, we cannot consistently rely on our friends or other people to call us out for, well, various reasons. They may have their own thing going on and they don't feel like they should or maybe they do, but you aren't in the right headspace to take it in and we can get kind of defensive. When it comes to practicing loving honesty with yourself, I will kind of see it as your higher self or your authentic self or, you know, just like a better version of yourself having a conversation with your current self in a very mature, loving way. So 
this is kind of like the things I say to myself. So I'll be like, hey Sandy, like I say this from love, but you said you want to be the type of person who shows up for your audience on social media, but it's been three weeks and you haven't put out a new podcast episode. Or when I have been kind of not exercising, not really taking care of myself, been going to bed really late, I'll kind of tell myself like, hey, I say this from love, but you look like shit and you feel like shit. Can you get this together, please? Because we're better than this. You can tell I thrive on tough love. Practicing loving honesty is also being very honest with how you feel about certain things and people and dynamics. Sometimes we stay in a situation or dynamic for too long out of scarcity mindset and comfort and this loving radical honesty is what will really help you realize like hey like this is no longer serving me and my soul is craving maybe moving to the other side of the country or seeking out a new relationship because this current one has expired and your soul is craving something better All right, I said I was gonna be done with the last point, but I have one more thing to add. And I feel like you've probably heard this one before, but when it comes to disappointing you or someone else, please disappoint someone else. Again, if you are your own biggest advocate, then you're going to advocate for yourself. And you're gonna know like, yeah, it sucks to disappoint someone else, but we are all adults here. You're not responsible for other people's emotions and how they feel about things. They will get over it. If we all individually advocate for ourselves, then there wouldn't be shitty things like codependency or people pleasing. And people would just fill their own cups and be giving from the overflow and that will make the world a better place. I hope this episode is helpful and shed some light on cultivating self-love. Happy Valentine's Day if you're listening to this on Tuesday, February 14th. I need to go run to get ready for a Galentine's dinner I have and I'm really excited about that. So let me know if you resonate with this episode, how do you cultivate self-love for yourself? And without further ado, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll talk to you in the next episode. 